the lodge, where old and new friends gather for discussion and camaraderie, where the serious and trivial are debated with equal intensity. So pull up a chair to the fire and welcome to the Southern Lodge. Hey y'all, it's week eight in the SEC. We're going to be giving y'all picks here in a little bit. Aaron's running a little late, so Danny and myself are going to recount what we did last weekend at the Auburn-Tennessee game. Danny said he's got some information about Auburn that he's just waiting to second break on our show that's probably been uh, given out somewhere else. Danny, um, how are you 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 doing after last weekend? I mean... Same same shit, different day. You know, it's uh, something that not really surprising to me with what we how we've been playing. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it didn't surprise me at all. I told you after or during the game that I would have taken Tennessee in the spread. Well, that just means you didn't think Tennessee was going to lose by 15 points. Mm, Auburn's not very good right now. They're not playing well. Something's going on. Mm. But I do have... If you want to hear about that, I sent it to Hal this morning. Well, so, yeah, yeah. What, what you got? <clears throat> this is from un, unspecified source. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it's Auburn's. It's not only just Gus; it's the president as well. Um, a lot of people are really pissed about the whole contract situation. Um, and there's some other little tidbits about him spending money inappropriately on the, the president's house on the campus. All right, just um, uh, let me stop for a second. Aaron is going to join us, and I don't want him to interrupt your <coughs> breaking undercover journalism. Hey, Aaron. Hey, oh. Well, um, we just got started because you were running a little late. Danny was breaking some news on our show about... Um, this dude's usually pretty spot on. It's one of the editors on there. About Auburn and why the ship is sinking. Apparently, the president is spending money illegally, and Gus could get fired, and they pay him thirty million dollars. And there, that's that's uh, part of the breaking news. I don't see them firing Gus with that much money on the table. Why are we talking about this right now? Why don't you put the damn thing back on? We're recording right now, Danny. I didn't take it off. Oh, that's why. That's why I introduced Aaron that way. Unless you just edit it. So, what they're saying is, as I'm not going to read it all that, all you know, all of it. But basically, they're saying it's a mess. This same guy said there's no chance, and now he's. It's not if it's when it's happening with Gus. Um, mm. They're also talking about not paying any of the buyout. They're going to fire him with cause, and there's apparently something in the contract where he might not be on the hook for the buyout. Auburn might not be. Um, there's talks about possibly just saying, here's $10 million. Have a good day. Well, um, apparently well, the money's uh, already there. That breakup came pretty quickly. <clears throat> well, from what everybody was saying, cause you realize that during the time when the contract was signed, we didn't have an athletic director. Jay Jacobs was not the official athletic director anymore. He was asked to step down and they let him do that since he, played at Auburn and you know he did a bunch of stuff there um but this particular person said that not just one but both of them could be gone as of December 1st the president and the head coach 
Well, I guess when you lose to Tennessee and Mississippi State and back-to-back weekends, you start questioning things. Mm, there's a little bit more than that. But, I mean, as shitty as we played with three turnovers, we still only lost by six points. So, I wasn't too true and horned too much, buddy. Uh, w is a W. Right, Aaron? It doesn't happen it too sure often is, Mike. you, does it? It doesn't, and uh, that brings me up to something. I was listening to the show with our friend Hallett on our ride back to Texas, and he was listening to some old episodes to catch back up, and there just happened to be, I forget which episode number it was, but there just happened to be one where we were, I believe we were discussing Stidham versus Fitzgerald, and my, how that discussion can just keep going all season with the performances of each one the past couple of weeks, but um, at, on one channel, on one show, Danny told me I couldn't talk shit until Tennessee beat an SEC team. Well, I'm a good person, so I'm not going to, but I will say Tennessee beat an SEC school and snapped several losing streaks by beating this SEC school. It happened. I mean, it happened. It's done. It's over with. You know, everything's pretty much... It's there. It you is. Know, what can you control? You can't control it. And I also, then. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, it happens. Well, also football. listening to those old episodes, I caught Aaron um, giving his recap of Mississippi State during. Uh, I don't know the exact episode number it is, but it's the one where we uh, preview <clears throat> the SEC West. And in that, Aaron, my boy. You are singing the praises of Joe Moorhead. You praise him from being a blue-collar family man. His his family was welders. You really liked him. You just thought y'all had hired the greatest coach there was. And after two losses, you were ready to fire the man. All right, before Aaron no, gets false. going, let me, let me start from one thing before Aaron gets going. Chambers or Michael? Yep, you might as well say my full name now, Danny. I don't want to hear anything. You know, you literally picked your team to win like three games. Five. Four games. Five. You're the worst kind of fan, at least having some, you know, belief in your team. I was realistic about this year. You can say you're being realistic, but you got no expectations. At least Aaron and I went with our teams and we said they were going to do well. If (laughs) If they're wrong, we're going to lay in the bed that we made. But at least we had those expectations. And I would rather be that kind of fan than the kind of fan that's just like, we're going to lose to everybody. I didn't say we were going to lose to everybody. I said, realistically, Tennessee was going to win five to seven games this year. (sighs) And they've got a chance. Uh, I've been rah-rah for the past six or longer years with terrible coaches. I finally got a new coach and wasn't going to be head over heels in love and expecting nine wins but Aaron you know now that Danny's weighed in because he's about to get a new coach anyway uh what do you you know I I was listening you were really behind Moorhead until you know he lost two games in a row until he beat Auburn demolished Auburn look my comment to you when we were walking into the stadium was that if he finishes the season four and eight or three and nine we need to fire him and it was looking a lot like three and nine, four and eight. The difference is he made adjustments. And against Auburn, we ran the ball. It was like 50-something times ran the ball, passed the ball 17 times. 
So that's that's adjusting. Y'all uh, booed the man we'll when he was introduced on the field. Nobody booed oh. him. You can are, I get a you witness? Fabricating. I you heard Auburn fans it. booing. Oh goodness. You fabricated a lot of stuff. I think you're also referring to when Aaron was talking about at the beginning of the year, and I'll own it too, that I thought Joe Moorhead was a good a good hire based on what I heard. I didn't know I didn't know really what he did at Penn State. You know, I don't really keep up with them, but you know, based on what I saw at SEC Media Days, I thought he was good. Well, I still did too, but I wasn't ready to give up on him after just losing two games, like some people. I'm I'm thinking right now. We, we could see one of two things. If he continues to make adjustments and play to his players' strengths and win football games, then you can say that those those two losses, and he's probably got one or two left on the schedule that he's going to lose at least, maybe more. But you can play up those two losses and say, that's first-year coaching hiccups. You're going to hit them no matter who it is coming in. Uh, but I – this team has to win six games, Mike. There's too much talent on this team to not win six games. If we can't, if we can't make it to six wins, then I'm going to be discouraged going forward. Oh, you're right. Hey, we're going to have a huge drop off next year. Well, you know that's also part of coaching as a whole, and I think that's part of the downside of not really playing a competitive team early is you don't really know what your strengths and weaknesses are until you get hit in the mouth and then you're kind of scrambling. And I think that had a little bit to do with why they had the hiccups early. And that's, I think, and I've said this, you know, I don't tend to get too mad. I think the thing that pisses me off the most is the the referees. But Gus doesn't, they're not, they're not playing to the strengths of the, those, those kids are all SEC caliber people. Everybody recruited them. Why are they not succeeding? There's something wrong there. Why? There's. It's a coaching issue rather than a player issue. Probably. But no, I just wanted to. I. I more so want to highlight the fact how fans do live on the roller coaster of beginning season high, season lows, season highs. It changes. You don't. I was mainly pointing out you don't throw a coach away after a couple of losses except Auburn, which apparently is the case. But apparently there's stuff in the background on that as well. But we'll, well see I mean, what happens. It, it comes down to that I don't think anybody was too thrilled about it, you know. And we got kind of caught with our pants down with the whole AD going on. And realistically, what should have happened is they should have just called Arkansas's bluff. And they didn't. And, you know, Stephen Leith got caught with his pants down, and now they're going to have to figure it out. Well, I mean, a coordinator just, can get you fired because uh, that's what happened with Phil Fulmer in 08. He had – I forget who the coordinator was, but they didn't think he was doing enough, so he hired he hired the wrong guy that was supposed to come in with the new offensive philosophy, and it just didn't work. And Phil went five and seven or whatever it was and got fired. So coordinators can make or break you if you're coming off mediocre seasons or – you know, you're looking to rebuild, so. I know I do know the consistent thing that I've seen pretty much across the board is if Gus loses this weekend, he won't come back. He won't go back to Auburn. Where are y'all playing? We're playing at Ole Miss. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's the big thing that everybody keeps saying. Um, you know, kind of at this point, I've, I've kind of been, you know, I was back a little bit putting more blame on Chip Lindsey, but. 
enough's enough on it. I mean, you can't, you know, as successful or as talented as, you know, Mississippi State is or Tennessee is, Auburn's got more talent than both of them. And that's the sad thing, is we're going to end up finishing where we shouldn't finish. And it's right. simply a coaching thing, and that's the problem. I get you. And, I mean, it's true. Right now Auburn does. They've got top five talent in the SEC right now, which puts them – they're in the top three, at least in the West, and recruiting right now. That, so that's where that's where everybody's getting pissed off at. Is it you know if you take out the 2013 and last year, what is Gus's record? He's a seven and five, eight and four coach, and I think that's really and truly the best that he's going to get. Um, 13 was kind of a fluke with the you know the prayer at Jordan Hare and the kick six. You know, yeah, we should have lost both of those games. Plus, we laid an egg against LSU, and. You know, last year they just kind of got hot pretty quick. Um, wow, unprofessionalism right there. It's actually my work phone. I have no idea why it went off. Um, but it's just mediocrity is not going to work when your main rival's killing everybody. Right, and I think that's why – I think Auburn fans are seeing a little bit – well, not seeing a little bit of it, but – Auburn fans themselves are not accepting averageness and mediocrity like Tennessee fans did in the summer when uh, Curry wanted to hire Greg Schiano, who was a 500 coach at Rutgers, and the Tennessee fans said no. Now, we did get a head coach that had no head coaching experience, but still he wasn't a head coach in the Big East that was 500. And if not for two seasons where he averaged 11 wins, 10, 11 wins, his record would have been even would have been sub 500 in the old Big East. So I think yeah, I, mean, all, I think that's what Auburn fans are just seeing right now. I'll tell you, the, you know, if 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 we get on like the perfect, I think the guy that they're going to end up going after if they do indeed fire Gus, it's going to be Scott Campbell, and Scott Campbell's not going to jump off the board. Because of what he's able to develop, like a recruit, you can't recruit there. It's going to go. The, that's the Iowa State coach. Who's Scott? Last, who's uh, who's who are you talking about? Iowa Scott State's Campbell coach. is that Iowa State's coach? The thing about him is he's beat three top six teams in the last year and a half. He also just signed a new a new like six year deal with Iowa State, so that's big money right there. Come on, I'm just saying it's big money. So you're going to have to pay Gus. Apparently one or to, two people at the school's not paying us. It's somebody's already put up the money for no. it. Uh, so well, look, this isn't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. All right, not gonna happen. Everybody just accept it's not gonna happen. But I'm just just for fun. How much money would it take to get Nick Saban to Auburn, and how funny would that be? Like a billion. <laughs> it would take a lot. <laughs> it would take five years, a hundred and hundred million dollars. And they'd know. probably match it. It would be funny just to get them to match it. Oh, yeah. Alabama, there's no amount of money that Alabama wouldn't pay to keep Nick Saban right so now. So you do realize that they pay his housing and stuff there? Oh, yeah. The, the boosters bought his house. Yeah, they, they paid pay for his house. Yeah. Nick Saban just collects a paycheck and then doesn't spend that money. <clears throat> yep. Aaron, um, Mississippi State had a bye week. Did y'all win the bye week? He kicked the bye week's tail, man. It didn't stand that's, a chance. That's good to hear. No injuries, no uh, NCAA violations or anything? Nope. Just boys going home to see Grandma. Mm, was that documented? I believe so. Okay. 
Leo Lewis didn't go buy no t-shirts. Uh, uh no, I I can't comment on that. <laughs> oh, Danny, what do you think about that? <laughs> what? The NCAA letting a player that admitted to taking $10,000 from an Ole Miss booster. Wait, no, he admitted to taking money from Mississippi State booster too, didn't he? He's playing. He he had immunity, man. (laughs) It's a broken system. Well, it's kind of like the whole Zion Williamson thing going on right now. You know, he was offered money from from Kansas and LSU, but he wasn't – Miraculously offered money from Duke. My ass. No <laughs> Our friend Dan would just have you believe that Duke is the greatest basketball school ever, and Mike Shashevsky is Duke's, is Santa Claus and can do no wrong. He's kind of non-committal about it. He hasn't said much, um, but you know, it's just. Well, pretty soon, bas- college basketball is going to be gone because you heard what happened today with the G League, right? Yeah. They're going to give players, uh, high-profile players, out of high school a one-year $125,000 deal. So if they don't want to go to college, they don't have to. Hot take is I think all college, major college athletes in all sports are going to start getting paid. There's no way to do it. It's going to happen. But, But the argument is how do you evaluate the the equity of one player compared to another? It's like kind of like taking, you know, with Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy collected like five million bucks because he was projected a first-round draft pick and he got hurt in national championship and ended up dropping. He got five million bucks out of an insurance policy because of that. Yeah, but these are state schools. They get federal funding. There's a lot more regulations and federal laws that this just, oh, let's just give players money. I, I, that, I hope they start paying them because I want NCAA back. Well, there's game. talk that it might be coming back, so they won't do it until people start getting paid or well, they kick Northwestern out of the freaking thing. Well, since y'all boys are putting a time cap on tonight's show, let's go ahead and pick some of these games and talk about how it's going because there's a couple big matchups this weekend. Namely, well, all our teams are playing. So, Aaron, you ready to document some pick taken? 10-4, rubber ducky. You know, also our boy Hallett wants to get on the show. Uh, he's he's kind of – him and I were kind of doing some debating in the truck. The he, mumbler? The mumbler wants to get on the show, He especially after uh, Danny gave out his secret about his nocturnal activities. So. Oh, he don't even want to start. Which means you don't even want to start. You told me not to talk crap about Auburn. I got a lot more than you got. Don't uh, start. Okay. So I'm gonna. I want y'all to pick this first one because y'all seem to be pretty high on Arkansas. What y'all thinking? Arkansas over Tulsa. Come on now. Arkansas. Why? Just my vibe, bro. I think they're gonna be defeated after that loss against Ole Miss. They're a resilient bunch. They're not been put over the spit. They're resilient. Finger looking good. Oh, never mind. Tulsa's terrible, too. I thought Tulsa was doing good this year. Never mind. God, they were going to beat Arkansas. Arkansas. You, put your money I, where your mouth is. Who was is, I thinking Mike? of? I was thinking of somebody else. 
I don't. They got a running back that can score. Oh, oh. Let me look at my ESPN numbers here for you, Danny. Or let's just keep picking. I'm gonna go with Arkansas. Some questions after. Aaron, who did Danny pick? Arkansas. Yeah, I'll I'll follow that pick. First off, Aaron needs to pick every game first. Because <laughs> he's winning. That is veto. true. Strong veto. <laughs> Two against three, you lose. <laughs> mm. We do need to rotate who picks, though. Yeah, no, so Danny Danny went first on that one. So you go first on this next one. Which is, I've got Auburn Ole Miss next. Okay. Do it. This one's tough. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, this one's tough. Because really, whichever way I go, y'all could go the opposite way, and you probably got a 50% chance to win it. Do I mean, it. you have uh, 50% chance anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Ole Miss is killing it by any means. They needed a miracle to win against the worst team in the SEC at the end of the game, where really Arkansas was – beating them the entire game this one's at home they are coming off of that win i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the the narrative that auburn is catching fire in a bad way and it's like it's all about to blow up do it so do it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pick ole miss i really want to pick ole miss as well but now that aaron has done that I don't think I can. I was picking Auburn anyways because I think Gus is going to coach for his job and I think they're going to blow him out. I'm going with Auburn. But I did want to pick Ole Miss. But I think Tennessee because has a better defense than Ole Miss. I'll tell you the narrative that I see coming is Auburn's going to win one of those games that they should lose so Gus doesn't get fired. Kind of like Les happen. Miles did a couple of years ago when Kinda they carried like him off the field. Last year. When they won against Georgia and Alabama, that was the only thing that saved him. All right, so I've got the next game: Alabama, Tennessee, Tennessee. I mean, I didn't get, Alabama. I didn't My get, bad, Alabama. I didn't, Ooh, no, I didn't get Danny's first pick. Six, I picked Auburn. Okay. Oh, I was going to talk to you a little bit about Tennessee's defense, so that was in my head. But no, I'm picking Alabama to win. Tennessee has shown improvement. If Tua doesn't play, I don't think they'll be as explosive, but they'll still win. Now, whether it's by the 29 points, probably going to be close to that. Bad fan, dude. But I think Tennessee will keep it respectable. Go with your team. Yeah, I've got Alabama. Who's next? Do I go next? Oh, don't care. One of y'all. Yeah, Alabama. Uh, t- now, they, here's the thing, though. They they showed that they are not perfect uh, last weekend against M- Mizzou. Um, that I, I do, do see potential for a really good team. Mizzou is like an okay team. I see potential for a really good team to to stay with Alabama and have a chance to win. And when Tua had to come out, they stalled pretty good. Uh, they that that dude is a is an outstanding quarterback, but with that sprained knee, he's week to week right now. I don't care what Nick Saban says, he's he's week to week. I don't think he's going to play this week. 
I'm going Alabama. Then I'm going Missouri. Hmm. Just any reason why? No. I'm just going. You're just I'm just going. I do want to change up the little I want to get the Mississippi State LSU game last. Okay. I'm gonna go with Memphis. Good. Yep. Tiger on Tiger Crime. The blue one's gonna lose. Hmm. I've got Mizzou as well. Damn you, Aaron. <laughs> Gotta shoot your shot every now and then, boys. Okay, so Vandy, Vandy in Kentucky. and Kentucky. Is this <clears throat> me or is it Aaron? You. We'll let Aaron pick first for the good one. Uh, Kentucky. I think they'll snap back after that gut-wrenching defeat at A&M on the road, and they'll take care of business against Vanderbilt, who – who did Vanderbilt play last week? Florida. Florida broke Vanderbilt's heart once again after Vanderbilt was getting their heart back after being broken by Notre Dame. Kentucky will stomp on it once again. Kentucky. I'm going Vandy. Ooh. Because I think Vandy plays pretty good defense, and I think they might slow down Benny Snell. Dual threat quarterback, though. Mm, We'll see. If it was at Vanderbilt, I would make that more likely, but it's on the road. That's the exact logic I'm following. It's at Kentucky. Kentucky's still a solid team. Um Five and one got a chance. They they have an outside chance. I was looking back at our preseason stuff. Nobody picked Kentucky to be second in the East. Nope. They're tied right now for first. Kentucky and Georgia yeah. control their destinies in the East. Yeah. Florida's going to end up finishing above Kentucky. It's just going to happen. I don't think Florida's going to lose another game outside of Georgia. They could lose to Georgia. They might beat Georgia. But then Kentucky will only lose one more game, and that's to Georgia, and they would own the tiebreaker over Florida. Mm. They beat them. Not if Florida only has that one SEC loss. No, they got two because they lost to Kentucky. Who else did Florida lose to? Nobody they would have lost to Georgia. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Anyway, I've got Kentucky as well. Okay. Aaron, how glad are you that this isn't a CBS game? Very glad. Very glad. The CBS announcers are the worst. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They, They hurt me inside. Are you going to LSU? Oh, do I gotta? I gotta. I gotta pick this one. You gotta pick first. Mm. Is Georgia and South Carolina are off? Yep. So is A and M. Okay, so here's how I see this game going. Preach it. I see us bringing the same. I I see us bringing a similar game plan like what we brought to Auburn down to LSU. I think the the likelihood that that's going to happen is is ninety percent. Okay. LSU is having trouble blocking. 
We have a great defensive line. Simmons and Sweat are going to be all over it. However, LSU, the L stands for lucky. Still, <laughs> they, they're, they're terrible in defensive categories right now. Uh, statistically, not statistically, but looking at the, 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 yeah, the statistics. Looking at the statistical categories right now, we should win this game. But that's the, the game's played on the field, not in the stat books. God, I, I hate this. I, it's I a tough it game. So Take it's a tough team. game. Take your team. Everybody yeah. loves dead air. <laughs> I thought you would have thought about uh, this before we got on the show tonight, but. I, I don't feel good about it. I mean, like, I want to pick state, but at the same time, we could show up and try to pass the ball again. We could go right back to all the stuff that we know doesn't work. It could so happen. LSU does have a good D-line. And they're better in the defensive backfield. And they got a better linebacker than Auburn. I, I don't see a lot of points being scored in this game. So... I think we win, but it's close. It's very close. Uh, three points or less, and it, it might be like it might be like a weird score. Like, are you taking? Are you taking the under? Fifteen. It's forty-five. Uh, oh boy, I would take the under for sure. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm taking state. State and the under. Danny, take LSU in the over. I think LSU Ooh. wins by two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. See if if hey, well. First off, let me let me dictate this. As long as that SEC crew that was at Mississippi State when we went is not refing this game, then we'll be all right. Where were they? Were at the Georgia game. They were at the LSU Georgia game last week, weren't they? Yeah, but I don't know. That was a bad one. They're yeah, they were. And, and that's what I want to say. If if it's the LSU that showed up to Florida, I would pick Mississippi State. If it's the LSU that showed up against Georgia, it's LSU by two touchdowns, no problem. That's the problem. Joe Burrow is still 50% quarterback, no matter if he's playing great or if he's playing terrible. I don't know what's up with him. He still only completes 50% of his balls. It's in Baton Rouge at night, though. I know. It's a night game in Death Valley. Factor. It's death. Death Valley, not death. I get in this argument all the time. But that aggressive clicking. Ugh. I'm going with LSU too, yeah. It's a night game in Death Valley. They're going to play that next song, which I had never heard before until YouTube the other day. So, so yeah, LSU, Aaron's taken. So, we, I've actually got a chance to move up this week because I think I've got three games picked against Aaron. I think I'm behind Aaron. Yeah, you're like two games behind. Um, Aaron, you gonna be home Sunday? I will. That's the same day Tristan's off though. Saturday she's working, I'll be home. Well, mm. I can maybe do it Saturday, shoot a little bit. Because I want to talk great. to you about some stuff anyways. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, people got to go. People got dates to go on. People got dinner to cook for their wives. People got to sit at their apartments and do nothing. So we'll catch you all next time at the Lodge.